talk to one of my fe- fellow members of that society, one of my uh, fellow Gilbertarians. Joining me tonight is uh, Donald Liebenson, who I may be mispronouncing his last name. I hope I'm not. Uh, he is a writer for Vanity Fair. Donald, did I get that right? Is it Liebenson? You got it right. Good. Uh, and, and thank you very much for joining us right after. You've, you've broken the fast, broken the fast <laughs> without any whitefish salad, I might add. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I talk, actually, before we talk about Norm MacDonald, let's go here in a completely random place. Um, so you are, you are from that, that, that group of, of fellow lawnsmen who is not a fan of whitefish salad? Uh, this is true. Um, no whitefish salad, uh, no gefilte fish, uh, no uh, kreplach, okay. which tastes like it sounds, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm a latka man. Okay, I got it. I understand this. Um, but but I, so I appreciate you. You've broken the fast. You were joining us here. You had this great piece, and, and I want to I start here because I've gone and watched it. I put the link up. Um, Norm MacDonald, as I said, had a very unique look uh, on the world, uh, a very unique sense of comedy. Um, talk about this, this instance of, of 1997, Conan O'Brien. Talk about this appearance that, uh, that Norm MacDonald did. Sure. Um, well, when I was growing up, you know, not to date myself, um, which I did often in high school, but <laughs> um, when I was growing up, you know, Don Rickles was golden on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. Of course. And if Don Rickles was a guest, I was going to stay up. You know, sure. I was not going to miss that. And Norm MacDonald was like that for Conan O'Brien, just like Steve Martin was for David Letterman. Sure. And, and Martin Short is for everybody. Yes. And um, on this particular night, uh, Courtney, uh, Courtney Thorne Smith um, came on to promote two projects. Uh, one, she was leaving Melrose Place after yeah. five seasons, and it was the season finale. And she had an upcoming movie that they uh, that she made with a carrot top. Carrot top <laughs> was trying to launch his film career. Oh God! <laughs> and so this is standard talk Practice, show yeah. operating procedure. But um, you know she comes on as the second guest, and uh, Norm did not stay out of it. He started <laughs> heckling Carrot Top, who wasn't there. And heckling the movie, and uh, it's just not done. And I guess one of you know some of the the standout moments, you know, the breakout moments of that was um, when uh, Conan, you know, at the end said uh, that you know the movie would be titled, you know, or no, um, when. Uh, you know, Norm said you know, they didn't have a title for the movie, or they thought. And Norm said, you know, if uh, if Carrot Top's in it, you know what a good name for it would be: Box Office Poison. <laughs> and you know, Courtney Smith is sitting. Or Courtney Thorne Smith yep. is sitting right there. And I've watched this clip, you know, <laughs> over the years. It's just one of my favorite clips sure. of him, along with the moth joke. I'm sure his fans oh, know yes. about that one. And when he died, I kind of had this, I hadn't been hit this hard by a celebrity death since Carl Reiner. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I kind of got closure. I reached out to Lily Tomlin uh, for TCM and asked her about what it was like to work with him on all of me. 
And so when, when I found out Norma died, I had always wondered if Courtney Thorne Smith had been offended by this, oh, if she had been great. upset. So I, I reached out to her. And within a half hour, she was on the phone with me, and oh, she that's could fantastic. not have been, yeah, she could not have been more gracious or charming. And I know she's an Emmy-winning actress, but she seemed totally sincere when she yeah. told me that she had the time of her life that night. I, and I and I don't doubt it. I mean, it, it was it was a singular moment. I mean, listen, you know, we, you you and I both we we listen to Gilbert's podcast, and we know when Gilbert right. and Frank are talking together. Sometimes someone will know. Sometimes a, an actor will not know that the that the project they're in is complete and utter garbage. Mm-hmm. But most of them know as it's going horribly wrong that it is that it is absolute trash, mm-hmm. and you get the sense that she knew this. But obviously. Obviously, she couldn't say anything about it, but she, I think, right, because she says this in the interview, that Norm took all of the pressure off of her to promote the film, didn't didn't he? He did. Uh, she said when she came out, she said she if she had thought that this was going to be her path to the Oscar, that she <laughs> might have been offended. <laughs> but she knew a movie with Carrot Top would, oh, would not God. be her path to the Oscars. And have you seen Chairman of the Board, by the way? I, you know something? I, I, never, I never did because I, I saw it. And we watched the trailer again last night. And it seemed like a low rent version of it. It was like it was like Pee Wee's Big Adventure meets a Yahoo serious, you know, uh, young Einstein kind of thing. Right. I, yeah. I, and I had, I had no desire. But I'll tell you something, Donald. And my guest is Donald Liebenson, who is a, a writer for Vanity Fair. I, I've been in I've been an extra in a couple of just terrible movies. What know? are they? And I, I, I don't want I don't want you know. So I'll say because folks will be able to figure. Out. I was an extra in Atlas Shrugged parts two and three. Wow. And 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 you know when I finally watched Atlas Shrugged part three um, at a screening <laughs> and I just I, I I had to come back and interview the the producers and I'm like, well, what'd you think of the movie? I had a fun time watching the film and I did. I had a fun time because I was sitting there with my friends. <laughs> drinking hey listen when we come back donald i know you're going to stick around i want to talk a little bit about norm but i also want to talk about our our shared love of of gilbert gottfried our shared love of humor um so if you could stick around my guest is uh, as i said donald liebenson he writes for vanity fair and elsewhere i'm andrew langer this is wbal news radio 1090 and fm 101.5 dan joseph listen wherever you are on the wbal radio app I'm Andrew Langer in for Dan tonight. My guest right now is Donald Liebenson. He writes uh, for Vanity Fair, among among other places. He has this great piece out uh, in the wake of the untimely death, the untimely passing of uh, of Norm Macdonald, uh, comedian Norm Macdonald. This great piece about the seminal appearance from 1997, Norm Macdonald uh, on Conan O'Brien with Courtney Thornton Smith. Go, go and check it out. I have it up on the Andrew Langer Show page on Facebook. But let's Donald. Let's talk about a little bit about Norm Macdonald and and why you know his humor was so unique. I mean, you know, you and I are both people who love good comedy. My producer Wade loves good comedy. But for those of folks who don't get it, talk a little bit about why you you love Norm Macdonald. Well, I want to preface this. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it was either E. B. White or Francis Bavier who said <laughs> that dissecting comedy. Is like dissecting a frog. Few people are interested, and the frog dies. And yes. only so hold on, hold on. If it was Francis, hold on, Donald. If it was Francis Bavier, the frog dies only to have its eyes eaten out by cats. So yeah, I, I, get, I get where you're going with this. 
Um, so it's hard to explain. I could only explain sure. why I liked him, and it's kind no, of the same yeah. reason I like uh, Gilbert. Um, it's a totally original delivery, um, worldview, um, with, with Norm, I love, you know, the originality of his mind and the jokes where, you know, the setup, if you think about it, the setup is all misdirection, yes. like those great, you know, Frank Stallone jokes on Weekend Update. <laughs> you know? I almost came out with that. For those of us who don't know, you know, very frequently, Norm MacDonald would do setups on Weekend Update. He would talk about a story and then the punchline would be, Mentioning Frank Stallone, Sly Stallone's brother, and and putting up a picture. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Donald, Frank Stallone had some nice things to say about Norm in the wake of Norm's passing. He did. Uh, yeah. He put out a very, I think it was Instagram, a very gracious, um, you know, tribute. And I found uh, Carrot Top also. Oh, is that right? Um, did a very nice thing. He put he put up. Um, uh, live footage from his act where he actually showed the clip of Courtney Thorne Smith and Norm wow. and, um, you know, said his uh, goodbyes and, and, you know, and all that. So that was very uh, gracious of him for doing that. Yeah, but, um, again, with Norm and Gilbert, very similar, very, you know, original outlooks, original delivery. And it just all works for me. You know, the rhythm, you know, the timing, it's, um, it just all works. But moving away from, from Gilbert Gottfried's comedy, because you and I have this, I think we also have this shared appreciation, in, in, not that I want to spend my show or Dan, my buddy Dan's show that I'm filling <laughs> in for, um, you know, promoting, promoting Gilbert's podcast, but I'm going to do it for a second because, you know, I think we both have that shared appreciation for Gilbert spending time talking about the stuff from our childhood or our young adulthood that we care about. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, you, I, I know you, you've posted about, for instance, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is, you know, one of my cherished memories as a, as a, as a young boy watching that with, with my dad. Um, you know, talking about uh, a TV. Donald, did you, you didn't grow up in New York, though, did you? Where did you grow up? Uh, Chicago. Okay. So, I mean, but you had sim similar TV. I mean, talking about Gilbert and Frank exactly. talking about New York TV is, 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 like it, is like it for me. But, you know, there is that, there's that idea where, at the very least, there are some ways where we can all come together over nostalgia, can't we? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, you hear people talk, you know, called old souls. Gilbert's yes. an old Hollywood soul. Sure. And um, so the people he has on from he's keeping some some legacies alive. You know, he had, for example, character actor Marvin Kaplan on. Oh, yes. Who, wor who worked with Charlie Chaplin, not in, you know, the silent era. But, um, you know, the, sh the, the podcast is you know, a, a meeting ground for, you know, the character actors we grew up with, the comedians, the nightclub acts, sure. you know, uh, like Sandler and Young. Um, <laughs> uh, boy, I'm really uh, aging myself Of here. course, that's fine. And we, and, we, and uh, real quick, you know, we mentioned Gilbert, but we've got to get Frank Santopadre's name in yes. here, who is, uh, you know, co-producer, you know, the co-host, and researcher extraordinaire. And, uh, you know, you could do a drinking game with the podcast every time uh, a guest says, how did you know that? Well, you know, it's um, interesting because it's one of those things where, where you're absolutely right because, mm -hmm. first of all, 
you know, someone who interviews people for a living in no small measure, I am I am just astounded that you know the the depth to which Frank is able to go. Frank Santapadre, who produces and books and does all all all, he is he is the 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 backbone of the operation. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also this inspiration to me. I you know because I will reach out to people uh, who other folks won't reach out to, and and that's you know I I love the fact that they are willing to talk to anybody. The, the interview with Ruta Lee that they just did, who is old yeah. Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, someone I'd never heard of, but was a, was a fascinating interview. I mean, you know, this is, this is why we, why we do these things. Um, right. And, yeah. um, what I really love about it is these are people coming on. They don't have anything to promote. That's yes. not why they're being brought on there. They're, they're being brought on to take a deep dive into their careers. Yes. And it's really a public service for a, a new generation to, to hear about, say, Danny Kay, Danny Thomas, <laughs> often not in flattering lights, but uh, genius entertainers. Pat, Pat um, McCormick. Um, yes, Cesar yes. Romero. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I get this. Listen, right. uh, unfortunately, Donald, we got to let you go. Um, how do folks find out more about you? I mean, you write for Vanity Fair. Where else do you write? Uh, the Washington Post, um, occasionally uh, Vulture New York magazines. But real quick, since we are Please. swapping film credits, you were in Atlas Shrugged. My movie, I was an extra in Through Naked Eyes. It's on YouTube. Okay. It was a, a movie of the week with uh, David Soul and Pam Dauber. Oh. And there, one scene, I'm standing right next to Pam Dauber. So uh, take I a will... look at that. You and I will trade. We will trade. We will trade film clips, my friend. I, I appreciate right. it. Donald Liebenson, thank you so very much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Really Take appreciate care. it. As I said, Donald Liebenson, he's a writer. He writes for Vanity Fair, among other things. I so appreciate him coming on to talk about this. I'm Andrew Langer. This is WBAL News Radio 1090 and FM 101.5.